Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor. Or perhaps welcome. This could be your first episode. This is this comedy video game design podcast where Blake and I take your horrible, nasty video game ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I'm one uh, of the I hate to bring it AJ to you, AJ. Oh, I hate yeah, to bring Blake? it to you, AJ. We no longer do that. That's not what this podcast is oh. about anymore. This is welcome to AJ and Blake's vi- video game simp corner, where we take your favorite video game guys and gals and everything in between and simp over them for an hour straight. AJ Hart, the Super Mario trailer dropped. Outside of me hating the <laughs> and fuck we're gonna out of talk Chris about Bratz, how good Donkey Kong did it, beating the fuck out of Mario. That's we, some that, expert work from that Donkey Kong. It was Kong. good. A lot of things in the trailer I liked. A lot of things in the trailer that were very fun. I a fucking hate Chris Pratt. Like. I what? hate Chris Pratt. I hate Chris Pratt. Him saying okay. "wahoo" at the end of the trailer sounded it sounded like his poor ass attempt to doing it. It sounds like somebody commissioned him on uh, cameo and was like, "Hey, do a Mario impression." He's like, "All right, it's fifty bucks," and then he just does his weak ass impression. Hated it. Hated it. You know what? I didn't hate AJ. And this is why I'm changing the podcast. Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. My God. <laughs> yeah. I'm smitten. I'm smitten. I'm smitten. smitten. I'm smitten. I'm smitten. I'm smitten. Okay. Uh, two. It's okay. So One, how quickly did princess you start energy. just like, did you need to find some alone time after you saw her in the cool biker <laughs> outfit? Well, okay. So here's the fuck. Here's the funny part. She does that little twirly thing with the pole arm. And as I've, as everybody knows, I say this all the time. This is everybody's favorite. uh, AJism is, of course, nothing's hotter than a woman with a pole. With a pole? Uh, You mean like a pole axe? Like yeah, pole axe, spear, anything (laughs) like that. It's just really hot, dude. I don't know what it is. I mean, I could tell you, it's like, it's just a very primitive, like, she's holding a phallic object. It is of the primitive monkey brain, isn't it? It's me seeing somebody and saying, you you could whack someone with that. (laughs) Fuck yeah, monkey brain. I I don't think it's that. I think it's just she's holding something phallic, and that's what's no, triggering it in right. you. I think you're right. It's primal. I see a woman with a spit with a large pole arm, and I immediately turn into one of the monkeys from 2001: Space Odyssey, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you could kill with that. That's exactly what you would need. <laughs> go uh, yeah, perform yeah. the no, first sin so okay so like it just it, it, there's i had this really funny moment at work yesterday so um I we have like mean this it in a horny way it, i Gross. feel like you did yeah i feel like you no. did no it's like just pr- the no. bunga big large I feel, thing. i feel like our generation was conditioned by princess peach to some degree and I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think we we love powerful women. We love women that are like in high places and with high control or and I think Princess Peach was like the seed of all of that. Right. Because she's a fucking princess of a kingdom. She's the Blake. queen. I mean, yeah, what's up? You should kidnap a princess like Bowser. Don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't ever put Blake kidnap in the same sentence ever unless it's like Blake saves a kidnapped princess. Like that's the only acceptable one. That's kind of um, the same. If you kidnap someone from a kidnapper, like if you rescue them from the kidnapper, it's kind of like stealing from the burglar, right? Yeah, but stealing would imply that I keep it afterward. 
Well, that's well, you I'm keep not, it I'm with not your like charming a ge- attitude and winning. I'm not like a gentleman thief, you know, unless we're like talking like stealing her heart or something like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, before we jump into like the actual fucking st- stupid game design, I just I really want to share this story because it was just so fucking funny. So my work doesn't really know that I'm a freak. Uh, that doesn't uh-huh. know I'm a fucking I'm, I'm a degenerate with they my, couldn't uh, tell uh, with the anime the, shirts and that you go to a gym like that kind of I one don't wear anime shirts I, I don't I the only anime shirt I own is a sleeping one and that's for berserk um, and the reason it's a sleeping shirt is because I ordered a size too big so I don't wear it in public <laughs> um <laughs> So I'm watching this trailer and like the moment Princess Peach comes on, I like audibly gasp. <laughs> I'm like <gasps> There she Just, is. As if it was a surprise to you. As if like you had no idea she was going to be there. You're like, <gasps> Dude, I, no, no, no. I knew she was gonna be there. I just didn't know she was gonna be that pretty and like the voice be that perfect. And I'm just like and it also i think it made the moment the thing that made the moment all the more impactful is because i spent like the the last 45 seconds of the trailer listening to chris pratt's dumbass voice doing a (laughs) stupid ass attempt at trying to be mario he just yelled and yiped a lot it really did feel more like the lego man movie it i i didn't like it i didn't like it i didn't like it i didn't like it um also uh actually that's a separate thought i was um but yeah, no, it's just like the moment it came out, just picture me surrounded by like 13 people, roughly my age, fully grown adults <laughs> with 401ks, just looking at a grown ass man gasp over a CG lady. And I just, I think about that and I'm like, that's, that's embarrassing as fuck, but also like, yeah, you know what? At least I wear my shit on my sleeve, I guess. <laughs> so are you going to show up wearing a Princess Peach shirt at work today? No, I'm okay. uh, well. Uh, sure, I work from home today, so yeah, I'll wear a Princess Peach. Hell. <laughs> also, I am also I'm hearing rumors that people are like really getting Randy over the Luigi and Bowser scene for some reason. Is that true? Do you know anything about that? No, that's certainly not happening on my side of Twitter.com. But I'm not shocked <sighs> about it. Okay, hold on. Let me. I need to. I need to confirm this. Uh, Randy. Uh, are you projecting G X Bowser? You can say that uh, you think they'd look cute together. You don't have to. I don't. You don't have think to be like some would. people on the internet think it would be really hot if they started. The people trailer. are saying. I t- I, I, I hear shipping. Yeah, no. Sixteen hours ago, Luigi X Bowser shipping skyrockets with new Super Mario Bros. trailer. Uh, do you want to yeah. know what their ship name is? <laughs> Actually, I do. Boigi, 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 sounds like something that's going to try to tell me that juggling is easy and super cool. Boigi. Uh, I, I don't want to give too much away, but I feel like the conversation we were having about that one particular site uh going to be seeing a lot more traffic after this movie is made. I think, uh, I think yeah, it's, the uh, porn sites are going to go huge <laughs> over this Mario you movie. Just, uh, don't help me like that, you son of a bitch. What website <laughs> could you have been talking about? Uh, you got me. You got, I got me. You, I, I, sucker. I was trying to I was trying to be high class about it, you know, not not go not go full full 
full hog on it. Okay, before we jump into the podcast proper, uh, we have a quick thing we wanted to talk about. Shouldn't take too long, but we just wanted to give y'all a heads up. Twitter's a fuck show right now, and not like a fun one. So Blake and yeah. I are watching that, and we're watching how everybody's like, we're, we've been watching, we keep our finger on the pulse, we see people scurrying, but we also notice that people have like bounced to like five different platforms in the last like yeah. three weeks, and we don't really see a purpose in trying to make a move with our submission gathering before, like to something that people don't actually jump to. So here's what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Blake and I are looking into ways to kind of give you, the listener, more valuable options to submit, but we don't know where that's going to be yet. But just know yeah. we're thinking about it. We've got plans. We've got machinations, which I think is a word. Um, we're Mac- just trying Mac- not to jump to three different platforms. Because I heard people were like, we're going to Mastodon now. And then they were like, you have to Never learn how to code in Mastodon. Mastodon. We're not doing that. And then Wait, we, I heard that we were jumping to a different one for a moment. And then people were like, Hey, don't jump to that one. It does say in their protected, like in their terms of service that you're not allowed to make fun of rich people. So don't do that one either. <laughs> um, and now we're jumping. And now I heard that we're jumping to a B one and I can't have two B related apps on my phone at one time. And I would not Wait, do ask you have, that of other people. Do you have Bumble on your phone? Gotta have a backup. For what? What are your you backup? Never you're, in a, you're in a committed relationship. What you are you never doing? know. It could happen at any moment. It could strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay. Just, I, um, I just kept that thing on the background in my early. This is all a bit, and my partner listens to this. Um, I keep that thing on my phone at all times, just running in the background. That way, when I'm ready. If I if I ever if the dark time ever should come and I much like Keanu Reeves have to go into the back and break the concrete in my basement to pull out my old guns, I got all those matches lined up and waiting for me. You know what I mean? I just keep that thing idle in the background. You but just you could reinstall it, man. Like I, I it's like <laughs> I just I don't I don't understand you on this one. This one, I, okay. I, all right. And well, is it perhaps I, that there are holes in my story because I'm lying? I maybe I don't know. I don't. It's not like I see your phone. Like <laughs> that's true. This is kind of like Schrodinger's pathetic dating app, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like you're you're a freaky guy. No, like so, I keep, I, it, I, I, I keep it. I keep it much like I keep my LinkedIn. You know, I have a job, but that doesn't mean that I'm not getting those text notifications and email notifications on LinkedIn about possible job opportunities in my area. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, we'll keep you all posted on uh, new places to submit. Um, but in the meantime, it might be outside of Twitter. Book. Yeah, yeah. Outside of Twitter, uh, we accept submissions via YouTube comments, uh, our email, which is spiritual successor podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on our very own Reddit, uh, uh, spiritual successor. I mean, it's all it's all the links are in the description below. They're all in the description. Or if you're feeling extra saucy, come check us out on our Patreon where we have a uh, Discord dedicated to spiritual successor. All right, AJ, you want the first submission or do you want me to give the first submission? I want you to give me the first submission. Let's start the show. <clears throat> this comes to us from Checkpoint at che- uh, at Checkpod One. Open world game where you play as a worm. All right. 
I, the, I, the reason I picked this submission is because it made me think of you specifically, AJ, and your biggest grievance with open world games is that there is so much dead space between objectives and between points of interest. Like, yeah, I remember the video you playing game that completely broke me on it was, in fact, because I played Yakuza and I was like, man, you know what? These open world games kind of rip. And then I mm-hmm. played the Samurai Ninja game where it was like, check this out. If you run for 10 minutes, you will go from one dog shit little fountain to a second dog shit little fountain that looks the exact same. And I was like, really? That That's the game? And they're like, yeah, 100 billion points of interest. You've already seen them all, bud. Is that Ghosts of Tsushima? That yeah. was Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. Thank you so much. Yeah. I could not remember the Samurai Ninja game. Wait, you're leaving out a very important detail, though. When you got to that fountain, you got a sweet headband, right? Or some other piece of clothing that was just no. a slightly different you color got of another piece of clothing. for telling haikus, which were recolors oh. of the headband over and over again. For going oh. to the little hot springs, you got to hear the character reminisce on how much he loves his dad or his uncle and hopes that his uncle does not hate him for being a scummy ninja now. Being a ninja, a dishonorable ninja. All right. A worm, if you will. A dishonorable worm, if a you will. A dishonorable worm, if you will. Now, can we do an interesting idea of okay, what if there was a video game where the emptiness was the point? I think that's the delivery Kojima game, but let's ignore that for a little bit. The emptiness <laughs> is the point. You are a worm, and you will be moving from one location to the other for a long time. Great news mm-hmm. for a worm. There are so many points of interests. You know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, a apple core. That's a point of interest. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. A second apple core? That's another point of interest. Uh-huh. What is, I don't know what, what the game is here. You've just given me a bad vi- a bad world map with a bunch of apple uh, cores. A bad a video game that should not be made. Yes, AJ, that is that is a brand that is our brand. Because <laughs> okay. in, in open world mm-hmm. games now, we're starting to see a little thing where people are like, obviously you need to have traversal systems. They're sort of being built in, right? Like the Pokemon game, I think, is a great example. They give you a motorcycle dog. And the motorcycle dog is capable of doing a couple verbs. Run, jump, fly. Well, glide. I don't know if it can fly, per se. So run, jump, glide, It'll probably get that ability. If if I know Pokemon games, like, it'll eventually get... I'm assuming that motorcycle will just have all of the abilities that allow you to access new areas, right? Probably. So run, Mm -hmm, jump, mm -hmm. climb, and glide. Now, those are the same verbs that are in Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Not Ocarina of Time. What's the one that everybody likes that I played for two hours? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. But you only played two hours of that game? I feel like that would have been, like, an ideal game for you. It's got, like, good combat mechanics. Well, for three reasons. One, I was playing it on my friend's system, so I only got to play uh, it for two hours. Two, uh, um, I really... You didn't get to the the Zelda part. That's why why you dropped it. (laughs) <laughs> and three One of these days i'll play breath yeah, of the wild no real reason yeah to. Mm. okay so what are you what are you suggesting with this traversal system you want to do a worm that uh, uh, gains the abilities as the game goes on now is, is this it a possible game? that we have mm-hmm. a excellent origin story for a video game character that you and i have no particular love for mm-hmm. that's right it's the open world origin story of earthworm jim Earthworm Jim. Is that the worm that's like super buff and has a ray gun? Of course, that is the one okay. that is super buff and has a ray gun. Okay. Now, can Earthworm I, can, Jim looks like mm-hmm. the kind of man that is capable of running, jumping, climbing, and gliding. Mm-hmm. 
Could I, I can I pitch you on a different on a different idea here? Because I feel like if we let's say we follow this path that you're presenting of like we have this worm that is just like slowly gaining abilities that doesn't really have any stink to it. Could we do some sort of open world game that becomes harder to traverse as the game goes on? Like this is a game about the. Well, yeah, this is a game about like you, you know, like how um, like God of War games do this all the time, right? Where it's you start the game with all of the abilities, all of the uh, power ups, all of the maximized weapons. And then that so they show you what you can have towards the end of the game. Um, And it's just like to get you invested in that first level before you lose all of those abilities. Could we do a game that starts off? You are earthworm gym with all of these abilities and as the game goes on you are slowly degenerating into just a regular ass worm you so are it's like, returning to your roots i love this. yeah yeah and i'm trying to think of like okay does is, does that mean it has like a death loop style system where you need to complete the whole game in a certain amount of time um before like there are just certain certain things you can no longer do after you devolve a certain point so it's not Um, so much that the that it's earthworm jim choosing to deactivate his sprinting capabilities it is that mm -hmm. earthworm jim's sprinting capabilities will stop after this many hours Mm -hmm. so you better Mm -hmm. do everything that requires sprinting before then Quick, AJ, I know you're a big Earthworm Jim fan. Can you, like, tell me his arch enemy? Like, this is the person that shoots him with, like, the de-evolving ray, where he just, like, big, slowly is just... A uh, bigger worm. Bigger? It's just a bigger worm? It's it's Earth Slug Tony. <laughs> Earth Slug Tony. Okay, so this slug... <laughs> Earth Slug Tony. <laughs> Don't you worry, we will get a moment where we have a worm and a slug standing next to each other, and one of them says, We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so this is a game where you're basically just trying, it's a race against the clock game, uh, where you're trying to uh, basically hit all of these po- different points of interest. Um, before you de-evolve so like but guess it's what? a big open world game so like you will mm-hmm. have to run around a lot and there will be a segment where you have to traverse most of the map without running oh just oh. as open world games oh. intended yeah you'll God, have to you know walk what? the whole damn way it's going to god suck. you know what this reminds me of like there's this um there's this let's player i follow he's he's really funny he does like a lot of fallout challenges names mitten squad he did this episode where um, he played Fallout 3, but as a baby. So what happens when you're a baby, your movement, uh, you no longer have access to your pit boy, so you can't fast travel. And all of your movement speed is like, I think, brought down to like 25% its normal speed. So like, it's just getting anywhere in the game would take like hours. And he puts so much fucking time to beat that game. It, this has you know, that same energy, thing. you know? You know what was the moment in video games when I realized, hmm, maybe we've got this wrong? It was when I noticed in a big open world game, and it happened in two games pretty close to each other, that they gave you an auto-go-there feature that would just, like, take time out of your real life because, and you would just, like, sit there while the thing went to wherever Uh, you wanted to go. Fucking hate that kind of. I mean, it's, it's Final it's, Fantasy fifteen was the first one that I noticed it do, and I thought it was kind of funny and novel with them because I was like, yeah, they have a car, and you can have one of the guys drive there, and like the game had like a resource feature built in for fa- 
fast travel. And so I was like, well, they kind of built it into the systems and the engines. I guess I'll allow it. But it was mm-hmm. definitely noticeable that when you were riding in the car, you had fuck all to do for the next 10, 20 minutes. And then yeah. another game did it. And it was the cowboy game, Red Dead Redemption. And it said, hey, welcome to our huge, giant open world video game. Oh, you don't want to do the giant open world video game because there's fuck all to do between all of the places? Uh, you could just press a button and the horse will go walk there over time for a long time. And really? Like, cool, Is that a feature? For the I, never, I never used that. Of just sit there and do nothing. I honestly, I feel like this is becoming a more popular thing for people. Like, it, I have a perfect I, workaround, Blake. You're never going to believe this. Make the game smaller. Make, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's, that sounds not fun to me. I think there is a, and this is where you and I differ on open worlds is like, I feel that the moments between big events are the areas that you connect with your character and you connect with the world that you are existing in. I think if you're constantly... If the, there's, if the developers put something there, I agree. I, I don't know. Like, I think it, there is something fun about being a fucking cowboy and I'm just going through a canyon and I'm just looking at nature. And, like, that's all it is. I I do agree. There is definitely something fun about, like... Literally everywhere you turn, there is something new to do, and that that's like stimulation, and there's just like su- it's just super intense, it's super fun, it's super high energy. But I don't think all games need to be like that, especially games that are like Red Red Redemption's two's like um mechanic uh, story is like very com- contemplative. It's like it's about dealing with your own mortality and dealing with like you know what does it mean to be like outlaw in a world that doesn't want you there, and I think I, I that contributes to the story. So. What is the thing that we are trying to motivate, uh, get our worm players to contemplate? I think we got to think themes here because that's going to be the glue that ties this whole I open think world think game. I think the opposite of things. Together. What if Earthworm Jim is returned to Earth and all the cool shit is literally in the dirt? Oh, what if oh, you, oh, with your big traversal okay. system, you're you're on Earth, you're running around, but there's nothing to do. And so what we're telling uh-huh. the game player is... You, much like Earthworm Jim, wish that you were running around and rolling around in the dirt there because there's all sorts of cool stuff in the dirt. I don't know what sort of how we <laughs> yeah, that all ask. the cool stuff is in the dirt. Maybe we see like <laughs> really what, quickly. What's, what's, what's a cool thing in the dirt? What's a cool thing to do in the dirt, AJ? I'm getting there. You know those. You know those big faces, the ones on the island. Are you talking about stone? Uh, not Stonehenge. Uh, the 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 something heads. Uh, oh my god! Wow, I just watched a documentary on this shit. I uh, Easter Easter Island heads. Yeah, the, the Easter, Easter Island, Island heads. I saw them yeah. in Splatoon recently, which is why I'm thinking about them. That's Maybe pretty. You that's see pretty just fun. like the top parts of the Easter night Easter Island heads, and so you mm-hmm. are like. I wish I could explore that. And you know what? We're even going to put a little oh. marker there. We're gonna we're going to make this a point of interest on the map. And you get there, and Earthworm Jim says something in his lines of, "Man, I wish I could get down there." And then it's like, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then the little clip goes away, and then you continue exploring the world. And then you find the top half of the pa- of the Eiffel Tower, and Earthworm Jim's like, "That's such a cool tower. I wish I was down there." And so, that's the whole game. There's a million points of interest, and all of them are just Earthworm Jim looking at it and saying, I wish I was in the dirt so I could see that better. <laughs> so, is there any... Okay, so how do we tie that into, like, the de-evolution thing? So, could it be that... Oh, uh, depending okay, on where on, you here. are in the game, Earthworm Jim will say something about, 
I just need to get rid of this robot body and then I can get down in there. Well, let me let me pitch you on this. Let me pitch you on this. So the first half of this game is going to all of these different points of interests where it's like major like from what you what we're alluding to. It sounds like the whole world has been just covered in dirt. So it's just dirt. The whole world is like our Earth has been like like Planet of the Apes style completely overrun by this dirt Mm -hmm. um, and everything's buried. So Earthworm Jim comes over and there are these points of interest where he's like, wow, I wish I can come back. I wish I can go in there. Can't go in there, though, yet. So it's the first half of the game. As you're devolving and losing your abilities and becoming an Earthworm, you're going around the world and getting checkpoints of like things that you can dig into eventually. Um, the moment Honestly, you devolve it's fully be into here, because the more the more devolved you get, the harder it is to get back to those points of interest. Exactly. But if you're not devolved the whole way, exactly. you get back to that point of interest. And Earthworm Jim says, "I can almost start rolling around." Almost, in there. I can almost, and it's like it, so. It's basically just about finding those points of interest until you completely devolve to where you can dig again, and then the second part of the game opens up where you can dig and actually get the spec. Because the thing that Death Stranding did that I think it somehow made that game work is that all of the pain in the ass parts were worth it in the end because it was so the game was so satisfying once you had like a whole network of roads and actual like support systems that completely shrank the amount of time it took to do like uh, things originally. And Whereas I think we will force somebody to enjoy and respect the spectacle of events that we've created because of how long it took them to get there. As yes. An actual worm. Yes. Yes. And so now that he's down there, like how, <laughs> how complex is the, is the earth is the earthworm element of this game? It's is functionally it- just a big, it, when you go underground, sorry, I lied. The spectacle won't be good. When you go underground, we just like we have all these assets floating in 3D space because it's all dirt all the way down, baby. And the mm-hmm. darkness is really dark. So like you have to turn your screen brightness all the way up and you can just get the silhouette of whatever it is you're looking at. Oh, you at. can't you can't even see. <laughs> yeah. No, because worms yeah. don't have eyeballs. Oh my god, you're right. Worms don't have eye. Wait, that opens up a whole fucking can of worms. Does this? Do you eventually have to play this game by please, like? Please, Blake, a can of earthworm gems. A can of you opened up a can of earthworm gems. Um, do you. you eventually lose sight in this game? Is that like the last thing? And you gotta like, and then you're ma- just oh. moving by way marker. Yeah. Holy shit! And then you're moving by way marker. So it's that okay? But okay, 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 okay. You're okay. just holding a direction, and you're seeing the little number underneath the way marker get littler. That's the whole fucking oh, game. Oh my baby. god! We're That's distilling awesome. this game down to the worst parts of an open world. That's excellent. Okay, so what happens? So say you're blind, and you get to say this you marker. are a blind worm. You, so you're a blind worm, and you get and you go all the way to the marker. You have no idea what marker represents what. You just have a bunch of markers on your screen. What does Earthworm Jim say when he can finally dig and get that? Does he get an achievement? Does something come up on screen? Do we like does is it just is it just really that anticlimactic of um or do you get like a ma- a beautiful matte painting of like a fucking earthworm laying flat um next to uh the the thing that they dug up or the thing that a they beautiful dug next painting to. of the thing with earthworm jim on it and an achievement sounds like enough to get most gamers going 
Yeah, get their engines running. All right, all right, all right. I think we, I think we reached, I think we reached the dead end on this game. Can you give me a game submission? This comes from Joe Spooked Lingua. Create Ooh. flying machines for pigs. Aim for <gasps> highest possible heights and distance. Get bonus points if the pigs live. Unlock machine parts and mutations in the progression system. I just okay. like the pig flying game because it reminds me of Newgrounds. Do you remember mm-hmm. like shit like hedge, Hedgehog Launcher and Potty Launcher and really oh, just anything god. launcher? Oh my god, I do. And it's like the, the whole game mechanic was just like, hey, your potty now has like a jet engine on it and it'll go like a hundred extra feet. Like stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like that instant gratification of just like, oh, it's slightly better. Oh, it's slightly better. Oh, it's slightly better. Okay. 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 I want to do that do- with the pig. Okay. So um, can I pitch you on something, though? Um, yeah. It has a really cute face. It has like, it has a, a wonderful little like babe, uh, babe, Ru- not Babe Ruth, or is that the name? Babe? Babe Ruth what is, is the, the name candy. Of the- babe is the no, pig. No. Babe, I it, I thought it could have swore it had the last name. So you have you pig. have like the pig from the uh, pig from Babe the pig, Babe the pig uh, mixed with like the pig from Charlotte's Web. You know, really cute, really adorable. The whole game is about getting you hooked on how cute this pig is. But but and a hard but on this one. Every time you launch it, it's got to crash, right? It's got to like come down in a it ball does have of flame. To come down. That is how pigs go operate. It they fucking usually come exp- down. It fu- it is the most gruesome expl- <laughs> like <gasps> ball of fire every time you do it. So it's I want to take that game. I want to take the the instant gratification as element of a Newgrounds game where it's like, "Oh, it's fun. Oh, it's fun." It's like, "No, I want you to feel bad every time you fucking pull the trigger and launch that pig to see how far you can get it. This is a pig and you know what? Maybe, maybe what we even do, we do the Kerbal space program method where it's like a new name comes up for every pig that you launch. So you are, this is, this pig is not coming back to life. This is a new pig that you are fucking destroying to, to entertain yourself to see how far you can get this pig to fly. I want the game to revolve around just that unsettling bit. Now, you mentioned something that I really adore. You mentioned mentioned that you want this game to revolve around the instant gratification system of Flash games. And you Mm -hmm. know what? I was thinking about this earlier. That's not really a thing we have anymore. Instant gratification in video games does not really Yeah, go to Twitter. No, I mean, like, Blake... How many hours is needed in Destiny to really feel like you're playing Destiny correctly? Uh God. Um well, it all depends. Like Here's I feel what like I'm you wondering. Can, uh, can we uh-huh. put a season pass on Pig Launcher? Pig Launcher. Okay. I what would it what would a season pass like it, you would only get you would get specific mutations? So like or I'm specific like, like you pieces? start the game and we're like check it out guys. It's the season of the cart. And like that's mm-hmm. the first season of the game, <laughs> and we're like, we have oh. a, we have a battle, we have a season pass that we expect you to do, and they're just gonna launch the pig for hours over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and they're not gonna make any real progress within like in mm-hmm. making the pig go further because they don't have any tech. But then mm-hmm. we say, check this out. We, now that you've leveled up enough in the season pass, now we're going to give you a game changing element. Here you go. You can have a platform. And now people are like, oh, fuck yeah. Now I get, now my pig launcher has a sled. What can I get with this? They launch I'll be the pig real? for hours and hours and hours. And then we say, check this out. You can have wheels now. 
I like it's I like not it. Instant gratification of launch, build, launch, build, launch, build. It's it's a it's a grind game, dog. It's our destiny. It's our Final Fantasy fifteen. <sighs> I'll it be is, real. I yeah. I think we lean too heavily on a season pass method for a lot of our games to kind of get it's that. Fair. It's because we hate it. Yeah, I mean, we hate it, but I feel like, all right, let's flex our muscles a little bit. Let's think beyond a season pass. Like, okay, let's, How do we I, extend I th- and make instant gratification not instant? I, I think it's just While purely unlockable, man. still the satisfaction man. of dialing something in. Because, like, I, building, changing, building, changing, and building, and changing has its own gratification mm-hmm. of it, like Kerbal Space Program. And I don't want yeah. that either. Why not? Like, I feel like that is the constant these trial are games and error. That should not but that is, be made, my friend. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I'm that's why I'm suggesting the fucking horrific like uh, horror element to this of like you have to watch these pigs die as you launch them, and it's not like fun smiley like it is in Cabral Space Program. It's like no, it's fucking gruesome. It's awful. It's it's really I just bad. Peter coming after us. You know what I mean? It just seems like over a, whole a, fu- and a half. You know what? If they haven't come after us uh, already, then I doubt they're going to hit us with this one. Um, okay. Could may okay hold on Can you mentioned something difference? you me, you mentioned something here no 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 you mentioned something here that I think is the is how this game is going to evolve the game starts off as that instant gratification thing and you are launching pigs you got to launch pigs to make money so that is like make money we know this. you launch this you launch pigs to make money. Me. Your money then goes towards buying upgrades, buying mutations, and all of that other stuff. But guess what? You've killed, like, maybe 200 pigs now. Fucking in-game PETA is now after you. They are conducting an investigation on your pig launching business. And guess what? That money that you've been making launching pigs, it's got to go to paying people off. you got to start doing this business management sim that started as a Flash game where it's like, okay... Here's these PETA people. I need to hire a lawyer to protect myself. I need to hire some muscle that way nobody sneaks onto my farm and sees me launching these pigs to their demise. I need to hire. Um, I need to build a better facility that um, blocks like people from seeing this or I need to I need to I or you can do another thing, which is kind of fucked up is. <laughs> I need to I have to buy a new pig every time I want to launch one, which costs me like, you know, 50 bucks. I don't know how much pigs cost a hundred dollars for a hundred dollars. I'm going to I'm actually going to one up you because I found out how we do this. I found out how we mm-hmm. create a push and pull system. Yes. Throwing pigs immediately satisfying immediate. Uh-huh. Like you were saying, the, the gameplay loop of launch pig, get it, go further, launch pig, get it, go further. Very, very satisfying. Very, very immediate. Mm-hmm. What if getting pigs was not, what if building places uh, so that you wouldn't get in trouble was not, yeah. what if we just sort of made a game that was entirely time consuming and you had to wait around a bunch, you know, for things to be built or for you to rank up in the season pass for over two weeks. <sighs> but at any moment, at, any moment you can launch a pig uh-huh okay for any reason so, because you think it'd be fun because you just need a hit because you just want the you just need to scratch that itch i think you need to have i i like that but i but how do you generate money outside of launching the pig 
So it's like I feel like they need to be the pig oh, is the you generate thing, is money the, outside of launching the pig very very slowly. So there's you know you, much like a game like uh, Clash of Clans, you'll have a little farm mm-hmm. set up on the side, and that will oh, constantly be giving you a okay. little bit. But hey, okay, you just need two hundred more to get you right over the edge. Just launch a pig. Come okay. on, launch okay. the pig. And but the, if you but launch you, the pig, Peter will get on you later. As on a bit, as a big motivation, though, you can turn. So the pig <laughs> throwing also, a pig when you just a pig, starts. You lose a builder. A lose a builder? What? Yeah, if you are launch you, a pig, are you, you lose the a pigs little are builder. builders. Yeah, I'm implying that the pigs are builders, and you lose a builder, which means that other installations will take longer. But it's fine; you can I, make then, a pig. Uh, but making I, a pig also li- takes. I don't hours. like that because it, then it becomes a a civilization or a, a a farm management sim, and not a pig launcher game like 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 the original submission. You know what can I mean? Can we imply the idea that launching a pig opens up the risk of causing your builds to go take longer? Uh... I feel like you can still make that happen where it's like, okay, so you, you start, uh, let's, Is, let's I'm figure sorry, out like, really quick. I just want to double check. You're bothered by the morals of having a pig be the builder and also the sacrifice. <laughs> no, because it, I, I it, it, morally, it doesn't bother me. I just think, I think normally it's it doesn't, been, ki- normally it doesn't bother us to kill our labor force. <laughs> no, it's, I look at it this way: is like it, that demotivates you playing the central mechanic of the game, which is flying pigs, which is launching because, pigs, which is launching pigs. Because if if you if it then you're right, we need to make sure that launching with, a pig feels so good. Yeah, for I want just like I wanted to I wanted moment, to fuck just, with you. Ooh, let me yeah, get I, one. I, I wanted to fuck with you, like p like the more pigs you launch, the more the higher like of an investigation, like that law enforcement and, and PETA will investigate. I wanted to have that kind of effect, but I don't want it to like be that. That feels like the fun of it. That feels like oh, I'm breaking the law and I'm trying to like outsmart outsmart everybody because I want to launch me some pigs. Um, versus like, oh, I need to, I, I can't launch pigs because I need to build up this new element of my farm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you launch pigs, you get money, you use that to build up your farm and like, maybe we do it this way where it's you, <laughs> you can, you start with a farm that you slowly turn into this entertainment capital where it's like, okay, you start launching pigs and it's just like the local kids come by and pay you a quarter or whatever. But as the game goes on, you can buy stadium seats for these pig launching. You can like actually design how many people can watch and buy tickets to you launching a pig, making it more valuable to launch a pig every single time you do it. So it's like everything contributes to... How do we double down on the time take on the other half of the game. Because again, I think this game works because of the instant gratification of launching a pig and how much you can gain from launching a pig versus the time consuming efforts of perhaps the further you launch a pig, the more time it takes to clean the pig. Like you have to, you have to take care of that afterwards. So you could be like, I can launch that pig anytime. But if I launch a pig, it will take me two days to clean up the pig before I can. I don't think there pig. should be a waiting element. I really don't. There like, has I think to be. This Otherwise, is... we're just making a great flash game of launching a video, launching a pig every like five minutes, and that sounds so good. And you know, I want to want make a game where I just okay. launch pigs. Okay. Okay. But okay. So but let's know what no. we do here. We need some stuff. No. 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 Okay. I think. Okay. T- using your using Ruin that logic of like game. trying to. 
Okay, ruin the pig game. So as you launch pigs and because and as you like build up the stadium and build up the things, grossness PETA's- won't do it. People love gross video games. Do you remember the Dead Space Two ad campaign of mothers hate this game? Gamers love it. If we tell them watch play this video game, you can watch a pig's insides turn into outsides and also turn into a screwball, whatever that is. You can watch this pig be turned into a ball of yarn. People would love that. Video games are sick, motherfuckers. Video yeah, gamers game. are disgusting, especially like early Newgrounds era video gamers. There was like there was a lot of weird, uh, weird fucking cartoons. Um, espe- yeah, Mortal Kombat fucking exists. sucks. Mortal, we I almost mean, had a professional on TV video game fighting scene, and then people were like, "Well, Mortal Kombat's really gross because I watched a dude strangle someone with his guts." And like, yeah. gamers were instead like, <laughs> "Too bad, never take it out." Um, Jesus. Okay, okay, okay. Could we Your gross do the pig thi- idea is not enough. Gamers are gross. Okay. So PETA will get more involved as the more grandiose you make, and as they get more involved, that will be what co- <laughs> that will be what prevents you from launching pigs. So uh oh PETA's go. here investigation. You can't launch pigs for two fucking days unless you pay them off. And paying them off is an incredible amount of money. So it is this fine balance of trying to be as big and flashy as possible with your pig launching, but also making sure you have enough money to keep to sustain. Because, like, crowds get bored, man. Crowds you get uh, bored. What is... Oh, my God. I don't remember th- what game I'm thinking of here. But there is, like, a game out there where the first time you do a trick... You get a shit ton of points, but anytime you do that same trick again, you get a fraction of the points. Tony Hawk. I, I was it Tony Hawk. I don't know, man. Like, That's the only yeah. trick game I know. I, I it's some. I'm trying to remember. It's like some game from my childhood, but oh, I, it works off of that. that. If you use the same combo over and over again, you don't get more style. And so there you that's go. You have there to you experiment. go. So it's all about variety. So it's like it's also about yes, designing a pig the show game with a style meter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's like you can't crowds fucking get bored of the same thing. So you gotta you gotta bring it every single every time you launch it. Something's got to be different. You either have maybe <laughs> which means that maybe you have one of the spent the time to construct something, which means that you, have you opened the opportunity a pig training for to a get pig training. You have a, the thing you had to spend time built. I do like the idea of like the buildings taking time to build. I just don't want the pig thing to take like forever unless yeah. PETA gets unless PETA fucks you I over. I see so what you mean. You don't, example, you don't want to include, include the idea of p- cleaning up the pigs takes time because you want it to be something that people could just be like, I launched eight pigs and it felt so good, dude. Yeah, but now I like have to wait minutes like a piece. Yep. Now I have to wait like two like real ass days for my pig training uh corral to be built and guess what once that I have big to training wait two corral, weeks for more pigs i have to wait for another pig shipment because i have to oh, wait for a shipment man, of i just got get a shipment I just of was pigs. buzzing dude sorry i got drunk and launched all my pigs so now i have to wait okay. for more pig deliveries you're, you're on to something there so you're if you have like two at least two pigs in your ranch at any time you will generate one pig every like hour or something like that Uh but you can always buy a shipment of pigs so you can get a fuck ton and then that way they're all like they start to also then for every two they start producing one every day or one every hour or something um but guess what once you build that pig training thing that unlocks your pig uh, your pig to uh it can help them do tricks mid-launch 
So then it becomes not only a distance game, but it becomes like, okay, they have this sweet mutation that allows them to do sick flips in the air or levitate a little bit or do something with their, I don't know, I don't know what tricks pigs can do. We have not even considered the idea of pig pig mutations, have we? Mm -hmm. No, we haven't. I think that's like... I think that's like, like maybe that's late game. So it starts as like you buying facilities or whatever. And then as soon as you like reach a certain level, like maybe some fucking mad scientist approaches you or you unlock like the ability to hire an on-site scientist that allows you to do sick mutations. And that's like the next phase of the game. Like, um, what's your favorite mutation in video games? Because I know mine. <sighs> I think I know mine. I like mutations that revolve around cloaking. Like, if you crouch, mm. you get cloaked. I think that one's a lot of fun. My favorite mutation in a video game is in Viva Pinata. If you have two snakes breed, um, when the egg is hopping up and down to hatch, if you bash the egg with a hammer and break it before it should hatch, you will get a snake mm-hmm. with two heads. Oh. Oh. So you like two-headed mutations like hey this but two heads here's important important distinction the two-headed snake is worth a lot more money oh so you could do a thing of like you unlock a pig with two heads you get twice the revenue and twice twice, the revenue if you twice the the revenue yeah because like twice as many people show up or because it's considered two pigs at that point now it's a heavier Um, pig so it's not going to launch as far as you gotta think can you train the two-headed pig can you strap some rockets to it too? Can you uh, dial in like this the spring strength? Also, now you have one a thing real we- possible cash cow. Well, pig, cash pig. I mean, but that maybe that's the the waiting element you can intro- is so I can meet you in the middle here. Mutations take time. You can launch any average ass pig. But if you want to, like, do a custom pig that has an invention tied to it, has a mutation tied to it, you have to wait till that mutation has been developed or that invention has been built can i bring back the season pass and imply the idea that your evil scientist is watching you launch pigs so that he Mm -hmm. can study the pigs and come up with new mutations and so okay now you're on now you're on to something okay now you're on to something mutations on the pig season pass because we have this evil scientist for for the next 12 weeks and if you don't launch enough pigs within this time you will lose the opportunity to have the research data yeah you lose okay okay you're on to something so every season scientist is a a different research topic yes yeah yeah, so every every season's a different research topic where it's like, all right, this season is nuclear. This season is steampunk. This season is t- mechanical. Uh, uh, electricity this season or is mechanical mech. This yes. season is uh genetic altering related? or something like like or could it could be like maybe gene splicing to where you start getting more animals yeah. <laughs> involved jesus hey did we make like a fucked up game like is this game this game is kind of fucked up right yeah but little, again video gamers yeah. are sick fucking freaks that like things to be nasty <laughs> do you remember the video game naughty bear that we referenced like a year ago that was just a naughty. video game about you being a big teddy bear that walked around and killed other teddy bears violently video gamers are gross jesus that's right man i don't know weird 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 okay also by the way mutations we should put that on the uh on the uh modifier stock that'd be a fun patreon modifier um, yeah, I'm definitely putting that in the can. 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, um, do you want one more game submission before oh, we go one into... One uh, more video game. It feels wrong to only do <coughs> two. <clears throat> All right, this one comes from Gaz at JustGazzer on Twitter. A new Princess Peach game. I actually like those. I don't have a video game submission for or a video game idea for this. I just wanted to talk about Princess Peach again. God, okay. she's pretty. Her lips are so... Uh, never mind. I'm I'm have getting too. Have you played dick- a, a Princess Peach video game? <laughs> no, but you and I've talked. You and I've talked about the um how Princess Peach that one game where she needs to, like all of her powers are based around emotions, which I think yeah, is pretty that's cool. The only one, I think. Yeah. I what? I thought she had like. I feel like she had like a rhythm game of some kind, right? I have a real no? video game submission if you would like it. Uh yeah, but first. Princess Peach. Also, the other thing I said in front of my coworkers, um, which I do kind of regret, is like if Rosalina doesn't show up in this movie at some point, I'm gonna fucking riot. Um, <laughs> well, of course she's gonna be in the post credit scene. Duh. Yeah, th- well that that's what people are speculating is that it's gonna be either Rosalina or it's gonna be Wario and Waluigi for like the the well, next. It's not movie. gonna be Wario. It won't be Waluigi because Nintendo fucking hates that guy. It might be Wario, and that would be fun. Who's your dream casting for Wario? <sighs> you know, I was gonna say Jack Black, but I'm like, he's already Bowser. Oh, it's fucking uh what's his face from Sunny and Philly? Danny DeVito, obviously. Okay. What if it was John Cena? No, I John Cena. I no, 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 no. I think John Cena works in it, it operates off of Dwayne the Rock Johnson logic. They either really play themselves incredibly well, or they play the complete opposite of themselves really well. I'm honestly like an example, just trying to find like a boring Hollywood guy that they could th- cast as anybody, like Chris Pratt. Is as any? I mean. Chris Pratt can't like, be casted as anybody anymore. He can't. He's casted as Chris Pratt. Like I, I he's typecasted to the fucking max now. Like I don't. I don't think. I don't like. There was the that Chris one Pratt, movie. The, the Chris Pratt caricature is just an everyday man. Like he's supposed to just be some fucking guy. That's kind of fun. Some fucking guy. But that's not Wario. Wario is a mo- is a motorcycle riding, uh, farting Smash character. It should like, be he's, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Okay, now you're well, onto it because he's got the voice. Like Ron Perlman doesn't sell tickets like any of the rest of the cast. That's the other thing. They're only going to grab somebody yeah. that makes money. That's why it's going to yeah, it's illumination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But they had like Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, and I, I she's popular. She she's like seats. she's very she's very successful. But I don't think she's as well known as like say a Jennifer Lawrence or a Scarlett Johansson or. That's true. They could have uh, had Scarlett jo- Scarlett Johansson as Peach, couldn't they? Yeah, they could have. They could have, and and it would have worked. I love her voice. Um, Scarlett Johansson, good actress. She's a very good actress, and I and I like. I really liked her in Under the Skin, where she was just like doing weird indie movie shit. Oh, super fun. Um, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Can I give a real video game idea, or was that the, yeah? That was, or was that what we want to do to move into our? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can hold on to this one for next week. It's pretty good. I mean, uh, do you feel it's a lightning round, or do you feel like we can get lost in the paint on it? No, we could get lost in this one, so I'm going to hold right, it. save it, save this it, save it, special, save it, save it. This is a special reservation. I'm calling the shot now. I'm keeping this in my pocket, and I'm using okay. it next week. And if I don't, I'm, le- I'm legally at fault, and you can sue me. <laughs> so, Flawless okay. Hollis, Ollie Ollie Oxen Free releasing baby's first game. Just know you personally have the power to legally sue me. Should I oh. not? 
agree to this deal now that I will be using your video game submission this week. This is legally right. standing. All right. So what do we what do we think is our is is our nug this week? Is it's it the, the Princess Peach? Hold on. I gotta I gotta say them all. Is okay. it the Princess Peach game where no. we just are simping? No. Uh, I know it doesn't have any much word. more mechanics than that. We, you're fucking lying. I bet you have. What are you like a daisy, a daisy simp? Like, come on, it's Princess Peach or bust. I mean, I'll, I'll. Rosalina is is actually. I liked than Princess Peach, Peach more back in the day when she did have an attitude problem. Oh, where she would just like be kind of sassy with Mario when she threw fits when yeah. she what, didn't get goals in the soccer game. That's the like. Oh, yeah, so you anyway. want it? You want it? You want you want to date like a like an a, like a pompous princess, like not like a down to earth princess or pompous like a driven is not the one. Right word. She's a fucking pompous? princess. She yeah, rules think, a nation. She should have it her way. That's pompous. That's totally pompous. It's pompous and uh, self centered. I'm just saying, AJ. Not you need to, She rules a if, kingdom. If I can own that I love problematic women, you need to be able to own that you can. You also love problematic women. We, we, we this is a podcast of truths, my friend. All right, the other game submissions are open world warm game or our pig launching game. It's our pig launching game. I just I wanted forget to get about the open. I just world, wanted to say thank you. Open world worm <laughs> game. I think I think we kind of got lost in it. I don't think we really made anything. I think the, the um, fact that we created a video game that is capable of playing at three different tempos is exciting to me because we have a video game mm-hmm. that can be played at the tempo of Flash Game Pig Launcher, a video mm-hmm. game that can be played at Clash of Clans Builder time limits, and mm-hmm. we have a season pass element that if in order for you to engage with like the other two tempos, you have to engage with the stupid fucking pig launching, which will be will rule and will be super satisfying, but will take way, way too many to fill up the season pass. But that's mm-hmm. fine. That's what we need to keep people playing these games, because that's the problem with those flash games, those pig launchers. That's why we don't see them anymore. No reason. No way to keep them playing. Mm, okay all right all right you've pit you've you've sold me it is the idea of i guess like i don't like leaning on season pass things because i feel like it, it one it makes all of our games feel a little bit too samey if we do that but yeah. i do but you have convinced me i do like it for this game because it it motivates like the variety element of different builds and it directly plays into because like destiny let's be real destiny season passes it's all aesthetic it's all it's all for it's all aesthetic shit this is actually it provides you with new ways to make money and play the game um yes you get guns and destiny and shit like that but it's like all the guns operate somewhat fucking similarly they just look different you know what i mean a battle rifle is a battle rifle a, 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 a hand cannon is a hand cannon with and honestly, a lot of the time, a battle rifle and a hand cannon could be swapped out because at the end of the day, they're just guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but with this, it's like you get access to different mutations, different like inventions and upgrades and, and things like that. I think that contribute to the game feeling different every season. And that, it certainly contributes that to the me. FOMO energy. And I love that mm. we've also built stop gaps within the game design. Of There will be plenty of people that are incapable of finishing the season pass because PETA got in the way. <laughs> yeah you know what something we didn't talk about what happens when Peter catches you do you like 
lose buildings? I think they do just you, slow, you slow you down. Oh, I love the idea that they ruin buildings yeah, for you. It's like, it's like, oh, they discovered your fucking, your training lab or your training pigs. Guess what? Your pigs can't do tricks anymore or they now lose to access to the tricks. training lab. You yeah. have to rebuild it or it's like, so you need to, it, you need to basically operate a, a racket of like, this is like, these are the people that make sure PETA doesn't get into my facility and, and this dummy, is my operating facilities. Yes. Oh, like actual, like you, you have like distraction facilities, but this is the one we're not going to go into the fact that you can, you are also launching pigs for crowds of people. I'm imagining PETA could just get in on that and then film that, but like, whatever, we're not going to touch on that. That just, that does <laughs> video game logic. They, they don't, yeah, they never, don't, PETA never, never does the truth that get in the way of a good video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. So. What are we calling this game? When pigs fly. When pigs fly. Okay. All right. You know what? I I like it. I like it. Alternatively, pig launcher oh. three thousand. <laughs> that does have a little bit more, um, like Newgrounds energy, doesn't it? Um, when I, I kind of like when pig when pigs fly because it's like it's a it's a it's a saying that everybody knows, and I think it's it, it it's it, that's our game. Our pigs are fucking flying. And it's gruesome, and it's fun. There it is. That's our game, then. Hell yeah. All right, let's go to Patch Notes. Let's go to Patch Notes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Patch Notes. Just a quick reminder, Twitter is a wild wasteland right now, and we don't know what's going to happen with it. So if you want this podcast to stay alive, as we surely do, keep giving us submissions either on our email at spiritualsuccessorpodcast at gmail.com, check us out on Reddit, or just leave a comment on a previous YouTube video, and we will see it. With that being said, that's going to be where we leave the episode today. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.